Is that dweeby little hoodie supposed to be a All Might cosplay? Because you try to avoid fighting. I'm, I mean, I, I look up to the guy, but you don't need to fight to be a hero, you know? You can, you can just help out whoever you can, you know, like, like I do. Hmm. However you can. So you know your place at least. Mr. Knows his place guy. Okay. What do you get when you combine brown hair, blue eyes, the love for theater, classic film, and nostalgia? You get Shannon Corbett, and she is my guest on this episode of Micro Break. This is Micro Break with your host, Michael J. Mayone. A podcast for humans with the attention span of a goldfish. Hello, everybody. This is Michael J. Mayone, and thank you for listening to another episode of Micro Break, the podcast for humans with the attention span of a goldfish. And I found this lovely lady by the name of Shannon Corbett, and here she is. Hi, my name is Shannon Corbett. Thank you so much for having me as a guest on your podcast. Oh, you're very welcome. We ran into each other on Twitter, and I believe you posted something with your feet in blue water. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. <laughs> Can you tell me what that was? As you know, um, as much as I'm very into glam, I must say I'm not very much into the whole makeup and the bath bombs. But I decided, hey, why not try a bath bomb? And it happened to be blue, which is my favorite color. And I got a very interesting comment for, from you. <laughs> oh. <I> had to... <laughs> Would you like to explain? <laughs> well, yeah, well, exact, it's exactly what happened. Of course, here you finally broke down and, and tried one of these things. The water looked really, really blue. But I immediately saw that toilet bowl cleaner from like the 80s and 90s that turned your water blue every time you flushed the toilet. And I told you that you had your feet soaking in toilet bowl water or something along those lines. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, indeed. (laughs) We spoke yesterday briefly a little bit about getting on the show with me, and we talked about what we wanted to cover. So we can talk about my other side besides my acting, which is my main passion, and I'll always include that with everything I do. I have a different account actually on Instagram dedicated to clothing from the 1800s to 1980s. I have a big passion for especially the era of 1960s through 1980s. Wait, no, they had clothes in the 1800s? And why, of course. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, looking through all these pictures, I I can see what you mean. uh, You wear a lot of uniforms. It looks like you're a maid here or possibly a uh, kitchen worker. Do you have a day job that you go to in these clothes? Do you actually dress up? Do you play dress up? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, unfortunately, I actually do play dress up every day. And uh, I get looks on the street all the time. Like sometimes I'll have my 60s beehive hair or I'll have my crazy hippie looks or my 80s glam. Or, (laughs) you know, I even go to work like that, uh, you know, before I got laid off. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, it was quite interesting, honestly. Uh, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. So is that from COVID as well, the layoff? Yes. Uh-huh. You no, know, they they're giving it like a fancy word now. It's no longer called layoff. It's furloughed or something like that, meaning there's a chance that you can come back, but isn't that the same as a layoff? Is a chance that you could come back? <laughs> there's a chance you can come back. We we know that you've been our best worker, but um yeah, we're not going to pay you. <laughs> because, uh, yeah. We made you off. Maybe, 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 maybe the, uh, the government will pay you. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll kick you a couple dollars around. Shannon, there's no shortage of people in the store shopping. I actually was out clothes shopping just yesterday Uh 
And I couldn't believe, this is the middle of the week, and I can't believe how many people are out there spending their money right now on clothes. It's called EDD. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) in Burbank, California, which is in Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. there's a place called Play Clothes Vintage where I've collected clothes over the years. The prices range from, like, you know, affordable to you cannot afford this at all, but you need it. (laughs) Oh, wow. What's what's the name of the, the store? It is called Play Clothes Vintage in Burbank, California. Oh, okay. In okay. Magnolia Boulevard. Got it, got <laughs> it, got Boulevard. it. Boulevard. <laughs> Play Clothes Vintage. Yeah, they actually have a nice little website, and you can actually rent. Looks like you can rent clothes, but they refer to it as a costume. Uh, some mm-hmm. people might get offended by that. <laughs> I'm very offended by that, actually. When when they advertised it, you know, Play Clothes Vintage, as much as I love them, and I don't mean to throw shade at them, but I have to say... Uh, this past like couple of years, I feel like they've been less authentic and more costumey now, which has made me so upset because they were like my favorite store ever. I mean, they had such authentic things anywhere from the 1920s to the 1980s, and then they, they got some 90s stuff in there, which I'm not really into the 90s, but I respect it anyways. They had such authentic clothes for so many years, and then lately I just feel like, you know, they're more costume based now especially like for halloween like they got rid of pretty much everything through all of the authentic clothes in the back and they kind of just put out cheesy halloween costumes that they were selling but i mean you know i guess they got to do what they got to do especially since it's a pandemic but i really miss their old ways which was just a few years ago actually so it's not old <laughs> yeah they they've maybe taken a little turn i see winnie the pooh here in costume oh. uh, on their oh, on boy. their instagram oh i was thinking about this you talk about these clothes and you wear these vintage clothes and you're really into this. And I actually wore these clothes when they first came out new. Oh, I need to. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you a little a bit about that and then let you comment on that on the second half of this episode of Micro Break. So stick around. We're going to be right back, folks, with the second half right after this message. And we're back. This is Michael J. Mayone. I am here with Shannon Corbett. She is an actress. She is a model. She is a clothing aficionado. Oh, it rhymed. Did you hear how I rhymed that? (laughs) (laughs) She was an actress. She's a model. She's a clothing aficionado. Oh, my goodness. I should get paid for this shit. I really should. (laughs) Where's my check? Tell me about it. I want my check. <laughs> so, anyhow, <laughs> and give me a beer while I'm waiting. All right. So, <laughs> so we were talking about clothes in the first half. I always tell my listeners, this show goes in any direction it wants. And if you don't like it, well, hey, there's a million other podcasts out there. Knock yourself out. So we started to talk a little bit about clothes from the 80s. And you made me think about parachute pants. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> they literally look like a parachute. They were plas- they, they were plasticky. They were pretty loose fitting and in different colors. In different colors. Now I don't remember the year that the parachute pants came out, but I do have the internet I in front of me. I believe the mid eighties. I believe the mid eighties because when rap started happening in the mid to late eighties, and then those kind of came. That's right. I think that was it. MC Hammer. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. MC, MC Hammer, Hammer really <laughs> started. Yep. Can't touch you. Boom. boom. Yep. 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 It obscurely says on Wikipedia that parachute pants came out sometime in the 
1980s. They cost $25 to $30 a pair. Ooh, I must have been rolling in cash when I was a kid. Yeah, I was in high school when I wore those. And we bought those at a store in the mall called Chess King. That was the name of the store. And then there was another store where all crazy shirts were. Because back in the 80s, you would buy one shirt that looked like two. Very, very popular. I don't know what they call that. But it's like an inner and an outer. You know how like now you can wear a t-shirt and a flannel? Well, back then, the t-shirt mm-hmm. and the flannel were one shirt. And uh, <laughs> they were bought from a store called Just Shirts. Guess what they sold, Shannon? Just Shirts. Just Shirts. Oh, man. I thought maybe they were just uh, just pants. You know, maybe they trick you. <laughs> you know, that that was Chess King. That was next door, parachute pants. So, um, so when you think of '80s clothes, is that the kind of stuff you think of, like the clubs in that? Or are we talking more high fashion? Like, help the listeners out, help me out. When I think of the '80s, I actually don't think about more like regular '80s clothes with like a you know jeans and one of those like grandma sweaters. I mm-hmm. like to think about the rock and roll side of the '80s because I love rock and roll. <laughs> I, um, and uh, that's something that I like to dress up in. Mostly. You do have a little bit so. of a rock and roll metal kind of vibe going on there. And I was, Indeed. I made a note for myself. It says, for a girl who loves comedy, you always look so serious in your photos. Can you explain that to us, Shannon? <laughs> it's actually, <laughs> I, I, don't, I really don't know what to say. <laughs> um, I don't know. I always, uh, I can't even explain it myself. I, I think it's, um, hmm. now you're making me think. It's a, well, God for editing part two. <laughs> <laughs> well, we like, yeah, we like, we like when people have to think. I don't want to ask the obvious questions, but I mean, I noticed that, and it's not a bad thing. You look very confident, and you look serious in the photos. But when I talk to you, you're kind of like, if you don't mind me saying, like a dork, just like me. Yeah. I mean, and it's the be- <laughs> and that's and that's what makes it so cool. And it's like then you see your photo, and you're like, hmm. <laughs> I think part of it is just I feel like if I smile in a photo mm-hmm. then I look like PC and like uh, yeah it doesn't match the clothing right? yeah yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. no no you're I right mean, you should match the clothing your facial expression tells a lot and especially nowadays with the with the pandemic everybody wearing masks they have to read your eyes and mm-hmm. eyes really tell a story you, know, you have very oh uh, they really do your eyes are very uh, serious they're focused they're serious they have a certain look and I think that even with a mask on, if people see you a few times on screen, they're going to know it's you. I think part of it is, too, I consider myself more of a dramatic actor until lately. Honestly, I've been doing more comedies lately. I feel drama is something that I can release my life's experiences into. So I think that's part of it, too, maybe, actually, that's because Im- I like the seriousness. Yeah, that's important. That's uh, abso- Absolutely. I think that f- fuels it. So one of your biggest passions that you mentioned is clothing. And we started yeah. to talk a little bit on that, but not just clothing, but nostalgic clothing. Uh, is that the right word? Am I saying it right? Vintage. Vintage. Retro. Retro. Mm-hmm. Fashion always has to do with the entertainment. I mean, fashion is something that can, it, it describes a personality in a film. It describes the type of character that you are. It describes in, in music, it describes what type of band you are. So this episode was mainly, Shannon, on clothing and retro clothing, vintage clothing, how has clothing either helped you as an actress in your career or has it hindered you in some cases? Have you had wardrobe malfunctions and things like that? I mean, how, how has clothing yeah. either helped you get your point across on screen or hindered you? I think 
the clothing that I wore for several films and shows that I've done in the past have actually helped mainly just because it helps identify what kind of person you are. It honestly adds to the type of character you are. Like I've had to play snobs before, which clothing is a big thing for some snobs. Like they, they, they need to buy things. They need to be rich. They need to have this and that. And that just adds to the character. Like, oh, she just needs everything. Like for instance, and in, I don't know if you know the, the rock opera Tommy, Sure. 1975 with Anne Margaret. Yeah. Her clothing actually added to her character. She's a crazy rich lady who has everything, right? And the clothing added to her status. It added to um, the wackiness. It added to um, her her highness. It added to so many different aspects and how she didn't need these things. Because at the end, her son Roger Daltrey in the film uh, yeah. takes off all of this these jewelries and expensive stuff and tell her like. You don't need to be this type of person, just be free, you know? So it, it's kind of also like removing her clothing and uh, like not completely, obviously, but um, <laughs> it, it just removing it. it just, just shows that she goes from snob to this free woman who's no longer uh, a snob. She's now humble. So clothing really adds to it. Kind of took away of that, her, that might, high thing. and mighty attitude uh-huh. and, 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 made, and humbled her just by, by taking away the uh, material items. In this case, was the, the, the clothing, jewelry, whatever else. So uh, I can see that. I could see that definitely humbling. That's like uh, when you get arrested and you go to prison. Now, I can't speak from firsthand, <laughs> but one of the most humbling things they do is they completely strip you nude and they check every orifice of your body before they issue you your prison clothing. That's got to be humbling. We're going to have Shannon back on the show, and we're going to ask Ms. Corbett what she feels her favorite role would be to play, like her dream role. I can't wait, to, I can't wait to hear that. Shannon Corbett, thank you so much for being on my show. I'm looking forward to having you on another episode. Will you come back? Yes, I would love to come back. Thank you so much. It was so much fun talking about my passion. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We'd love to hear about it too. And I think it fuels the audience and the thinking about their passion. So folks, that's how we're going to end it. What are you passionate about? We know one of the many things that Shannon Corbett in LA is passionate about, but what about you listeners? What are you passionate about? I know what I'm passionate about having Shannon Corbett back on the show next week. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you on the next one. You've just listened to Microbrave. With your host, Michael J. Mayone. Please remember to subscribe before you go, and we'll catch you on the next one.